Welcome back, everybody, to the wonderful wide world of Pokemon. Of course, this is episode, I want to say 23. Don't quote me on this. 23. I want to say 23 of the Mount Silver podcast. I should have looked this up. I'm pretty (laughs) sure it's 23. I I have in my notes 23. If it's not 23, hey, I just, you know, Michael Jordan. Um, Nonetheless. Either Jordan or Kobe. That's right. There we go. Boom. Listen, it's either Jordan or Kobe. Um, With that said, of course, I am Meals. I am here with the Platinum Chanel boy himself, Jeff. Yes, what is going on? And I am also here with Big Gucci Pafif. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) We are here, but we are not alone this time. We brought in a guest. We needed to bring in extra. We needed to bring in an extra brain, an extra knowledge, someone who's a friend of the show, but also like a, a a a justice. I think passionate about the world of pokemon as we are he's stamped um, look out stamped for sure absolutely Damn look out stamped for sure um so we had to bring extra artillery because with this with this month's topic i'll be honest not fully familiar <laughs> not fully i'm i'm here to just be as surprised and ask these questions similar to maybe how you guys are but we're gonna bring john to the show john what is up bro what's up guys how's it going thanks for having what's me going on, Great to finally oh have you on with us, man. I know. I feel like we've been in the Discord talking Pokemon for the last year or so, mm-hmm. especially with like Pokemon Sword and Shield coming out and then kind of everything coming out. You are just in the same boat as us. Whether I feel like everyone could complain about how a game looks or how a game feels, like, but I'm probably going to buy it. And I'm having fun <laughs> playing it. Oh, absolutely. Right? I love it all. All of it. It's all good. <laughs> That's oh, how we my. are as adults with Pokemon, right? Like, we don't really, like, dissect it. If you came up with it hardcore, we're not dissecting it crazy. So it's like, hey, it's Pokemon. It's still fun. So fun. Even the bad stuff's good. Even the bad stuff's good. Okay, hang on a second here. <laughs> I agree with all of this. I have to say, I have spent the last two weeks playing uh, Monster Hunter, uh, the new one on Switch. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, it is is Pokemon's online functionality is so much more shameful than I previously thought it was. <laughs> uh, I boot up Monster Hunter, and we're like, yeah, we're about to do a four-person multiplayer where we fight something together, and it has, like, PS3 graphics. Yeah, right. And it went clear, The game works it? beautifully. It's, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it it's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, so, listen, Legends Arceus, uh, I have you in my sights. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say, Arceus has to have you like on edge because if it doesn't look phenomenal or they don't add the details that people have been complaining about, whether you agree or disagree, I know, I know it's gonna be an issue. So especially with the game that is the, if they're promoting it as like that true open world shit, I know that people they want the details. It's just only yeah. Right. Like I, I literally didn't think Nintendo would ever make a game with online. Mm-hmm. Like you can just easily party up and take do quests online. Like yeah. It's like what Fantasy Star Online was supposed to be for GameCube, GameCube. except they didn't tell you that like there was not going to be a modem for the GameCube. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, I, I've just been thinking about Arceus for the, as I've been playing Monster Hunter, and man, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> um, John, since you're here, first of all, feel free at any time to interject with any sort of opinion or feeling or any strong feeling that you have here. This is a very, this is a safe Pokemon space. This is the you know, just everything that you can think of. But I first have to ask, because you have a history 
with this game and you have a history with nintendo and stuff like that i kind of want to get into that a little bit yeah I in terms of just well. like you your your days with nintendo your experiences your past experiences with pokemon what's your first experience with pokemon what's your most memorable one kind of just like talk kind of openly about it man so you know like i go back um really probably my first experience uh was with the card game um back in the day I, I got i was a little older i think i'm a little older than you guys so um you know like i was high school i think when the card game when i started like getting into that or whatever and uh it, you know it just i was playing magic the gathering i was playing there was a star wars card game back then so i was like a mega nerd okay. and uh and that so star wars game had hard rules man it was a hard game. oh yeah absolutely <laughs> So, you know, Pokemon came out and, uh, you know, it was, it was fun. It was, you know, kind of easy, kind of, you know, easy going, um, you know, the characters seemed cool. So that was kind of my first introduction. I was like, you know, man, this little duck that gets headaches is awesome. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, so like I was, I was way into the card game, um, you know, like doing tournaments and stuff back then, um, you know, even got to the point where I was like running tournaments. It was, uh, you know, pretty, pretty crazy. Um, you know, flash forward, like I've always been in Nintendo, um, you know, NES, Super Nintendo, Game Boy, like all the way back. Um, so got into, you know, the, the Game Boy games pretty big as well. Um, you know, flash forward to now or I guess more recently, like worked for Nintendo for a few years um, as like a regional rep. So I'd go mm -hmm. around to like stores talking about all this stuff and like, you know, showing them the new games as they were coming out and demoing and that's all. You know, okay. What was that experience? Running events and stuff. Um, so, you know, like I've kind of done a little bit of all of it, um, you know, through the years and have, you know, experience from, from both sides, both, you know, as a, loyal consumer and you know mm -hmm. as a employee within the machine what so what would you say is probably your, the most memorable thing like was one of those m most memorable like was it a launch or just like some sort of uh you know encounter maybe you met a i don't know pokemon one of the people from whichever company nintendo over this what would you say was probably the most memorable thing of your entire experience with nintendo man so like I mean, my most memorable Pokemon thing probably has been just playing with my kids. Um, so I've got three kids. Uh, my oldest son is 11 now. So he was six when the 20th anniversary was going on five years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and they had that really cool, um, you know, new 3DS that had the Charizard plates or the Blastoise plates. Y'all remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah, I have it. I have yeah, it. absolutely. So yeah. got him that, um, which was his th first uh, 3DS, and he was just so hyped with it, um, you know, and was still kind of learning to read at that point. So we were kind of reading together and, you know, playing the game and, uh, you know, told my wife that we needed to, you know, play the game so that I could teach him how to read a little bit better. So um, okay. you know, got some extra game time that way. Yeah, expert the right way. Yeah. That's how, see. That's how I'm gonna parent. I don't have yeah, no kids absolutely. yet, but that, <laughs> hey, baby, uh, we gotta teach our kid how to read. Uh. Well, listen, <laughs> playing 
playing Pokemon games, that's the way you're going to learn how to read because there's no voices in it. Right. <laughs> right. <The> only way. <laughs> so if you don't know how to read, you're screwed. Any generation. First, last, middle. Come on, Arceus. Give us some voice actors. Um, no, definitely not. I doubt it. I heavily doubt it. Um, That's all amazing, man. This is incredible. First of all, we're glad to have you on the show just to kind of help with this Pokemon trade card trading card game uh venture that we're doing on this month um but i want to talk about a little bit of news a little bit of pokemon news stuff we got to do first of all does anyone had any random pokemon grievances they want to air out currently <laughs> random just like, pokemon one that, grievances? just like yo why is this per- person's tail this color or like oh. i hate this part in this game bro um, you know I, release the pillows stateside i, I listen <laughs> It's not happening. I was seconds uh, away from paying $180 for a Dratini neck pillow, and then I talked myself off the ledge. You should have texted <laughs> me. I would have talked you back onto the ledge. Go ahead and do I that. knew yeah. you would have. That's why I didn't do it. I'm about to say, go ahead and do it, Pat. That's definitely a, a Jeff purchase, but you know, I, I, you know it's, it's crazy to 100%. me. It is, it is. But when I was young, when I started doing this shit, like, I would go to, I know y'all know, book. Um, some of you guys might know Books A Million. Books A Million was like my spot. Oh, yeah. You know, so that's where I would go and you know battle and whatever buy have fun uh and the game has definitely changed but I'm, i have a, I, I actually love the old school gritty art um you know that 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 original uh art style for pokemon i did fall off as soon as they started to kind of uh reach out a little bit more and mm. some cards jazz it up a little bit yeah i i get it you know you gotta change with the times and stuff but yeah. i don't really have any major grievances as far as the trading card game is concerned because it doesn't have to be trading card it could be anything 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 that's been on your mind as recently john has there anything anything been on your mind as recently with pokemon that you're just like wow this is well i don't know why this is on my mind but we're here man so kind of echo pat um you know like they get get so much more cool stuff in japan you know obviously and and because it you know it is a japanese company and you know but there's just so much better stuff, um, you know, merch and, um, you know, cards and just kind of the whole thing. Uh, I just wish some of that stuff would come stateside or be a little bit easier to acquire. Um, and that's kind of my big bummer, at least like with the 25th anniversary and all that going on. Yeah, mm, that's right. Yeah. I, have, I have the same feelings with Pat, too, and you, too, John, because, um, you know, even with like the anime side of it, uh I'll be on Crunchyroll to order like some jujitsu plush and like I can pre-order it right now and it's not coming out to October. You know, it's like and it's out in Japan now. You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> just send it to me right now. Like <laughs> the games come out on the same days now. Why can't the merch? Yeah. Right. You know what we forgot to talk about last time, which is I don't know whether we it's a it's a thing or not. Um we forgot to talk about the twenty fifth anniversary thing. Did you guys see that post Malone <laughs> performance yeah. of Pokemon? Uh, yeah. Wait, didn't he he did he did the Hootie and the Blowfish song, didn't he? Yes, he did. He did that. Yeah, did. There was I, there's a whole 14 minute performance. First of all, that eventually was flagged on YouTube and taken down, and had to be put back up. <laughs> first off, the idea that he did this for 14 minutes is absolutely insane. Uh, but, <laughs> however, I can I haven't I have it in Apple Music. I just haven't had the courage to play it yet. But I can absolutely perfectly picture Post singing the 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 blowfish song like i can hear it in my head already it's better than i thought it would be 
for sure. <laughs> for it was sure, cool, right? like, like graphically, it was pretty. It was pretty neat. Like I thought it was a cool if, idea. There's a whole 14 minute video of it that's like they're like, oh, Post Malone's underwater, mad water types, and legendaries and shit like that. It's yeah. like a whole. <laughs> experience and i was just like wow first of all they did a whole like countdown stream to it like two hours of a countdown stream for a 14 minute video i was like damn peak pokemon um but i was just like wow this is kind of amazing kind of cool but also like i might not watch this <laughs> again but it was fun for the experience i applaud pokemon for at least i think more now than ever they've realized they are a brand much more than like a video game, a card game. They are a piece of pop culture in yeah. general. Yeah. And they've decided, hey, <coughs> let's take advantage of that. This is um, it. Speaking of games, uh, end of this month, I believe it is April 30th. New Pokemon Snap, as titled. Not yeah. Pokemon Snap. New Pokemon new Snap. Pokemon Snap. Yeah. I stand by it's a great title. I love it. Cool. <laughs> Let us know it's new. We know. <laughs> let us know not pokemon snap 2021 not pokemon snap 2k <laughs> pokemon snap new, pokemon, new snap. pokemon snap um are we any more interested i think there's been a new trailer that come out is there any new interest or you're just like i knew i was always gonna get this and nothing has kind of wavered my thoughts uh yeah i, I knew i was gonna get it and nothing has wavered my thoughts <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's it's you know i have the original i don't have any like i'm not like Hey, I'm not going to text you guys and be like, hey guys, uh, it's really not that good. I, you know, it's Pokemon Snap. I'm not really anticipating a masterpiece. I just want to play because it's Pokemon and I can take pictures and upload them to Twitter and get a few retweets. It's all good. Like, mm. I, I'm cool with it. You know, it's like John said, it's all good. It's just Pokemon. But we're also adults. So I, I do like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to put it in perspective. Like, it's how serious am I supposed to take this? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. John, have you have any uh, things? Yeah, like, to... I'm, I'm excited about it. I, I have, like, I, I know I've played Pokemon Snap back in the day. I have no memories of it, though. So, you know, this would be kind of a new experience. Come on, man. All right. Gotta get that Mew. At the, the end of the original, you had to go to space and shoot Mew. And give you a space suit and everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I made that. It was tough. <laughs> I didn't know that existed. Thanks it a lot. It exists. <laughs> it's really difficult, but it exists. Oh, wow. Okay. Turn that up. Um, second bit of news. Uh, new, possibly new Nintendo Switch. This isn't necessarily Pokemon news, but I think it affects everything Pokemon related, or at least that's how I'm going to pitch this anyway. New Pokemon Switch, not Pokemon Switch, Nintendo Switch coming mm -hmm. in the future. Yeah, it's supposed to be a pro type. I think they're doing they a, just um... They just added some kind of Bluetooth thing in the software too, apparently. Mm. I was I was like, wait, why doesn't this have Bluetooth already? It didn't have Bluetooth. <laughs> no, well, I don't know. All I know is like when I get on, uh, I play Overwatch a lot. Uh, I play it on PS5 and Switch, but uh, the Switch is great because I mean you, you just can't beat the you know the Switch, uh, obviously. And it'll every time I get on fucking Overwatch, it says like you join the voice chat. Now like there is no voice there chat. No it's voice a fucking chat. Switch. Yeah. <laughs> it, it can just be you and the person who's in that like playing with you that's it i just mm. i just play with like a couple of my friends and we just facetime audio each other while we play listen that's how the kids do it to be honest with you as someone who you know has a uh, my 10 year old niece legitimately that's how they play fortnite in every other game it's just like okay let's facetime audio or some other I'll, shit i'll be reporting this to the other 30 plus year olds and we'll do <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll do an excited fist pump 
<laughs> um, Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo Switch Pro. It looks like it's coming out. Bigger screen, 4K, all these other things. Um, I'm excited. I don't know if this will affect anything with Pokemon Arceus or the remakes. I, honestly, remakes don't even... <laughs> It, does it need 4K? I don't think so. No. Um, the Chibi remakes? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think it works. I know for for a fact that RCS game will come out. It's, they're gonna push it. It's gonna have some type of you know pro update or whatever. The case well, were you guys be. were you guys a fan of like the additional drops? Not like the the ones that were like okay, get this. It's like for obviously marketed for kids. Were you guys like interested in the past like Nintendo 3DS XL or like Game Boy? <laughs> sp or something i don't know uh, or something I, like those lines. the sp was great honestly for what it did because of the fucking i mean having a, a backlight on that yeah was the backlight like, was really big deal that's insane that they didn't have them before that uh <laughs> but yeah i don't know i mean i i'll say that i had a 3ds and my roommate had a 3ds xl and i you know it was obviously better but i wasn't <laughs> like you know, it's Nintendo. I don't want to. I don't like know that trading in and then paying a hundred extra dollars is not really that. Be worth See, it. Oh, they got me. I, I'm, I'm gonna have everyone, uh, every version. <laughs> I, res- they- listen, I respect <laughs> it. I respect <laughs> it. That's what John was saying about the the 20th anniversary 3ds. I got it, but it did not come in an XL format. Nope. So that 3ds is uh, like I have it. I have it in my hand right now. It's beautiful. It's really nice. Like the buttons. It's it's definitely something that they haven't done with any other one, but it's not an XL. It doesn't even come in XL. Because they don't, they don't really rock with the XL in Japan. That's why. So They don't, but my Pikachu one, the Pikachu edition that I got, which I ended up selling for like $400 down the line. But my my that one was XL, which was weird. Yep. I don't understand mm. what they were. I mean, you know, it's fine. Like, But uh, when it came to like PlayStation, like, you know, I had a PS4. Then the PS4 Pro came out. I did get the Pro. You know, mm. so I'm gonna get another switch, obviously. Um you know, you know how it should go. Yeah, of course, of course. Um let's get to the main event. That was really all of it for Pokemon News, unless I'm deep diving into like, did you hear that Iris is coming back in the anime? Um, no, you're fine. But <laughs> uh with that said, let's get into the actual main event of this thing. We're talking about the Pokemon trading card game. I I would say over la- when I saw let Let's talk about kind of the resurgence of this and kind of the beginnings of this and the origins of this in a sense. And I don't have actual like concrete information. So if you're expecting like a YouTube video on the history of Pokemon trading card game, this isn't it. This is just an open. Go discussion. go watch one. Yeah, yeah go watch one. Essentially, <laughs> go watch one. Um, and then report back and let me know of all the things I said wrong or all the other things. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, but with that said, when I saw so many times, so I follow Hype Beast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Hype Beast has, for some reason, been keeping tabs. They're a part of the problem. On, yeah, they're a part of the problem. <laughs> Legitimately, yeah, have been keeping tabs. On You're telling the me a world. site called Hype Beast is. Uh, <laughs> but the they, thing is, is like, <laughs> I go to Hype Beast three times a day. <laughs> it never. I always like. All right, I have it on Instagram. It's good for like. Oh, I didn't know that was coming out I, and stuff like same that. Reason, yeah. And I just have it because it's like, wow, that's great. But I feel like they've been keeping very close tabs on the Pokemon trading card, I guess, resurgence over the last, like, year or so. Yeah. Because they have been the ones informing me that, you know, 
this card. Someone sold a holographic first edition something Charizard for two hundred twenty six hundred thousand dollars or something right, along right. those lines like yeah. those type of information so when i see those things when i see when i see jeff i mean jeff has always been into the trading card game so i've always hear about it from him um but when i see people online like oh i just copped these many shining fate shining fates you know boxes mm-hmm. etc or booster packs or cetera like that and Either I'm going to reopen them or like I'm putting them up on stock expert, et cetera. Yeah. Then I kind of wonder like, how did we get here? Yeah, no, I stock X as well, part of the problem. And don't get me wrong, like cards being worth more money than than what they are, that's been around way before Pokemon. You know, it's the it's just the culture of it and the internet. I mean, even when we were kids, you could regardless of how you were taking care of your cards, there were cards that were just naturally worth more, you know, first edition, yeah. second edition, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now it's changed because you know we're obviously in the boom of social media interaction and selling you know we're selling digital moments now in sports we're selling obviously cards and it's not just pokemon this is like a wide thing uh you know sports cards are just booming right it allows now. it to be you more know? exploitive because you don't have to seek it out absolutely my main issue with you know sports cards being incredibly you know selling fast and selling at high prices rookie cards sign cards whatever and pokemon cards is one is a child's card game and when mm-hmm. you start adding grown men women in that aspect going out buying 10 different i mean john mills you you know we were in the pokemon chat talking about just trying to find Mm-hmm. some of these some of these things you know like trying to find some of these packs and I, you know john before you got on i was telling uh mills and pat and i may be getting ahead of myself but um the the hype beat shit is kind of triggering i you know i took my brother to, <laughs> to, I, took, I took my brother to go get some packs the other day and I, I did find them it took me a little bit the only reason i found them is because down the street i have a place called super games which is a card place you know they have Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon blah blah and you know they resell cards they have the packs there but you know, eleven dollars a pack. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I, I had to, I had to overpay just to get my brother, my little brother, you know, three, four, you know, forty bucks just to get him some packs. Um, and I just don't get me wrong, like when we were kids, obviously we were paying retail, whatever they were at Walmart at the time. I think it was like seven fifty or some shit like that. Fine, you know, our parents did it, called it a day. But now, man, all these kids, like, we're adults. We came up with this shit. But the kids who are doing it right now, I feel really bad for them because they can't just go to Walmart, Target, and grab the Shining Face box or, uh, you know, whatever the case may whatever they're looking for. They can't. It's, it's hard to do. You can't just walk around and find it. You got to go somewhere that is not even a franchise business and pay and get taxed. Right. You know, and I, right. I think it's wrong, honestly. Like, I, I understand specific cards, Charizards, you know, Venusaurs, you know, whatever, full art hollow I, I get it you know stuff's gonna be worth money no matter what but that but. stuff happened naturally because like of like literally like mom and pop card shops exactly. and like like the tournaments that john is talking about and that like exactly. but like even like you'd have to go on the internet and like prices weren't updating every minute they were updating mm-hmm. you know every few months like you could buy a magazine that had card prices in it yeah uh yeah that's that's insane and that like and you had to know where to get that stuff to do it but now, like, it's literally, like, you know, not not just at the top of Hypebeast. It's probably in bigger, you know, mainstream publications. I don't have any, like, evidence well, to point that out. But I wouldn't be I shocked if the mere f- hasn't been covered in New York Times and stuff. The, right. the mere fact that these cards are being sold on StockX to me is just the wildest shit that I've ever heard of in my life. 
Like, yeah. and it, I know StockX sells insane. like not just sneakers. But of course, I mean, it's, it's just an overlap from you know sneaker, uh, you know side of things like Culture, yeah. all yeah, the sneakerheads yeah. couldn't get shoes, so they're like, okay, well, what's something else I can get and you know and resell. And so right. they got into Pokemon cards and, you know, there's lines and fights and arguments and, you know, it's just, it's really nuts. You know, kind of started out, I guess, with sports cards and mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. you know, people started opening up, you know, boxes of first edition on YouTube and, you know, saying this box is worth a million dollars. Like I'm going to open up, you know, and get a you know 10 out of 10 charizard and you know resell it for a hundred thousand and you know then it's just like people see money and they're like okay well you know people who are already wealthy yeah yeah a lot of money on things that aren't at access to regular people and then flipping it and you know i'm you know people who actually love it and care about they're never seeing these things right well well well, before Before we get before we get too far into the future and the current stuff like that, let's roll back to the past because this, believe it or not, similar things that are happening now was definitely happening twenty years ago during the Pokemon. You know, especially the boom of it. I mean, Pokemon is big now, and I think, but when it was twenty years ago, I'm not saying it's bigger, but at least the hype was a lot more crazier considering how new, fresh, and kind of yeah. Um, I can agree with just that. Just the, the the pandemonium. We've talked about this. I mean, we talked about this since like the first second episode of the pandemonium <laughs> yeah. or Pokemon. Just kind Still of nothing really ever like it. Yeah, dictating. I mean, it this it's it's just crazy. Um, talk about your first. Let's go around. Let's talk about Pat. Let's go through Pat, then Jeff, then John. Kind of our first experiences with the Pokemon trading card game, if any. What do you, you know, Pat? What do you remember your first experiences? with Pokemon TCG. Oh, I don't know where Pat oh. went. Okay. You might have lost him. I hope not. Um, Sorry, I was muted. muted. I'm still here. Don't worry. Uh, I'm, <laughs> muted. I'm muted. I'm sorry. I, I started. I started and it was, I was doing great. Um, uh, so I kept, I kept setting the cup of coffee down right next to the mic and I was freaking out that there was like a huge clang every two seconds. Uh, okay. So anyway, so I don't remember exactly like how, I, I mean, you know, I was in third, fourth grade when, uh, I think when this, when this was happening, um, and you know, so people brought shit to school and there was so much hype around like what people brought to school because school was the most boring thing in the whole world. And Pokemon eventually got like banned from recess because it was so popular and like no one was Absolutely. doing real recess. But, mm-hmm. you know, I remember, um, you know, I'm an obsessive uh, so I saw this and it was like, oh, wait, I'm sorry, this exists? Like, I need to get, like, I was like, mom, we got to go to fucking Target or something, you know, immediately. And my, my parents were, uh, God bless them, they were, uh, like, just indulgent enough with most of my uh, obsessions. Like, they never let me spend, like, crazy money on stuff or anything, but they, like, allowed me to, uh, you know, obsessively, uh, you know, uh be, you know, become a fan of things, which yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I really appreciated. And so, like, I remember the first night that the Fossil set came out, you could only get it at one specific mall. And I remember going to that mall, like, to get, just to get, like, Fossil booster packs. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. Like, nobody else is going to have these. Uh, mm-hmm. But, so I, I remember getting one of the, um, 
one of the star, it was either the Mewtwo or the Machamp one. Like everybody, you know, so everybody, it was like red or blue. It's hard to remember even which one you had first. Uh, so, but those were going around. So, you know, everybody was mostly just playing with these pre-made decks. Uh, but then eventually like a lot of other stuff, it was just hype for some people, but then I kept playing. And I remember I kind of ran the table at the Pokemon league at Zany Brainy for a little while. And then they figured out that I was like doing too many sudden death matches. Uh, (laughs) and I like shouldn't have had as many badges as I had. Uh, but I made it to like, I think like Cinnabar before it was like, Oh, I don't even know anybody going to this anymore. I I got a bail. But then I do remember towards the very end of my Pokemon card experience, uh was when the like for some reason zany bernie was also where i got a gamecube even though it was kind of like a high-end toy store uh but they got like 10 gamecubes when they went on sale and they like let me pre-order one because nobody else asked to pre-order a gamecube at zany bernie so shout out to them uh and they were they for some reason also sold japanese uh (laughs) japanese cards and but then they banned Japanese cards because uh, we've talked about this. The that one Misty card with the star you, yeah, uh, yeah where she's like basically. topless and it's like covering her up. Yeah, uh, yeah. like you know some some Karen saw that, and uh, <laughs> then Japanese <laughs> cards were banned from Zany Brainy. Uh, and you know I was fucking you know twelve at the time, and I was like, how dare you? Uh, <laughs> this card's one of the greatest things I've ever seen, uh, and. I don't know. Then I remember, uh, you know, I had a Charizard at some point. I wish I, I don't know what happened to it, but uh, it kills me. I wish I still had it, but yeah, I don't know. It was, it was so popular, you know, for a little while. And I, I think I, the card game is probably what bridged the gap from red and blue to gold silver for a lot of people. So absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Jeff, what is your experience? Um, I had just, yeah, I had just gotten to the South. So we had just left, you know, I left LA when I was like, I, I left LA young. I was in New York, New Jersey, and then I moved to the South. So, and, and it was just me and my mother at the time. And uh, like Pat, my mom was very supportive. My daddy was a gangbanger. So he was supportive too, but he didn't understand <laughs> it. Okay. So, so he didn't understand it. So I, there were times where, you know, I would go visit my dad. I appreciate the context. <laughs> you you got to know. You got to understand what we were dealing with. So my mother is a very smart woman. She made sure I kind of got what I wanted. So if she went to Walmart, I was going with her. But my my real first experience with it was uh, I the, the first pack I got, my my first holographic was the Gyarados. You guys remember the Gyarados, the swirl? Oh, yeah. Hard blue. Yeah. That was my first Ooh, holo ever. Green? Yeah. I ended up trading it with this guy named John, oddly enough. Uh, in this trailer park I was living. We were living in this trailer park in South Carolina. And this dude, John, had an Articunos. And I traded him the Articunos. Ooh! Yeah, no cap. And it was the, it was the, vo- the fossil one, the fossil Articunos. And uh, that was my first, like, trade. Um, and ever since then, it was it was just over. I had bought the game. I remember the, the cartridge. The adrenaline rush. You can feel, you know, like, like, all the blood rushing to his. Yeah, the Pokemon yeah. trading card cartridge was, like, all black. Like, I was, oh, this is serious right here. Like, this is... You know, and I just I really, man, like I was into it, bro. I, I you know, the books a million, the, the battling, you know, I, putting everything in cases, uh, trying to get off on other people trading. I mean, it was like a little stock market for kids back then. Like we were really trying to, I was really investing. Like I was really into it, but you'd also, you think you're taking care of something and you're not. So a lot of my cards, I do have some of the same cards I had when I was eight years old, but mm-hmm. as far as 
condition of them, it's they're not great. Like my earliest my earliest experience with Pokemon, man, was was Pokemon cards. Um, I the game did do me in, and I, I loved it. But I did I don't think I fell in love with it until I could truly interact with other people because I didn't have a I didn't have a link cable or anything at that time to like really play with other people. But Pokemon cards, you had to interact, and I was in a mm-hmm. new I was in a new state. I was on the other side of the country. You know, it was it was different for me. It was weird for me. And uh, honestly, as crazy as it sounds, Pokemon cards really brought me out of my like my shell, dude. Honestly, uh, as far as mm-hmm. just being able to communicate, and uh, I'm getting kind of deep here, but you don't know what anxiety is. No, as a no, kid. no, please. You know, like you just really don't know what, what anxiety is as a kid. And Pokemon cards took me out, man. I'll never forget going to the movie and. Uh, getting that Mew card and having my mom put it in, my, in her purse for me, so like it, it stayed cool. And I still have that card to date. So, um, wow, I, I just, I just memories. Yeah, I just think like um, it's such a experience, you know, like getting something that you weren't sure you were going to get when you open something up, and it, you don't have no idea what it is. And I just fell in love with it. And at that point, uh, I was trying to get as many cards as I possibly could. You know, I was definitely one of those kids. I did the same with Yu-Gi-Oh! and Digimon as well. I had Dragon Ball Z cards, Gundam cards. I don't know if you guys remember that. But there was some weird shit that was going on. And I do blame Pokemon for every single bit of it. Like, (laughs) I I really do. I mean, uh, I I feel like there is the trading card game, the world, as far as, you know, pop culture. I I think it's not the same without, Mm. you know, Pokemon. I really feel that way. And I'll, I'll probably go to the grave feeling that way. But. Yeah, my earliest experience, man. That was that was basically it, man. Just I think it it did something to me socially. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, John, you talked a little bit earlier about your experiences, your first kind of experiences with the game. What did you remember, kind of just like overall about that, like that sort of era, and like what do you remember, like the first things you picked up, and like all this other stuff, and like if you had any troubles or et cetera, like in school or, or John was older, places. he was getting money at this time. <laughs> so like. You know, a lot of, uh, to echo a lot of the same stuff Jeff was saying, though, like, that, the card game stuff, like, uh, Magic, like I said, the Star Wars game, Pokemon, I mean, that really was kind of how, at that point, I was interacting with people. Um, You know, I was kind of a nerd, didn't have a ton of friends at school. Mm -hmm. You know, the friends that I had at school were friends that were doing this, too. So, like, we would go, there's a comic book shop you know, down the road, we would go meet up there on Saturdays. They'd have like tournaments and we just hang out there all day and just play, um, you know, whatever card game we were playing at the time. Um, and so, you know, like it was kind of an escape, but also a way to, you know, kind of interact with people and kind of, you know, find my people, I guess. Yeah. Bridge um, gap. Absolutely. So, you know, that was kind of, you know, what, what really started it for me and what really kind of made me fall in love with, with that whole side of things, um, you know, go back, gosh, like probably base set two, um, you know, like fossil jungle, mm-hmm. um, team rockets, my all time favorite set. Oh, uh, such a good, stuff. the art in that the set art is so good. Oh my so God. Good. Um, and I've still got a ton of those cards. Yeah. I'm looking through them now. Um, but yeah, I mean the art, the you know, Dark Charizard, Dark Blastoise, um, you know, and I've always kind of had a soft spot for Team Rocket. I think they're misunderstood. I think, you know, uh, they're not as bad as people think. Um, 
They're on the right path. Yeah, you know, Ant- anti-heroes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, like you know, that just kind of going back, and you know, even to this day, like the joy of opening a pack of Pokemon cards, like Jeff was saying, you know, not know what's going to be in there, and then pulling out something, you know, really good. Or, you know, even not really good, but just it looks cool. It's just, you know, it's exciting. It's just a rush. Um, And, you know, that's kind of what got me back into it. Um, You know, kind of brought me back to the the joy of it during the pandemic. Not much else to do. Right. I'll say personally, my experience is, I'll say, I don't know, New York City, 1999. I don't, what was out? I don't remember. Um, Nonetheless, I remember the first kind of trading little booster packs thing I would be able to buy from like a corner store or like some pharmacy or like some other shit. I wasn't sure. And then a large part of it was going, you know, to your friends at school. And yeah, they also banned it in my school because they were like, yo, you guys aren't paying attention. I hate when they ban things that they just can't regulate because they were like, Oh, you guys are having too much fun and not paying attention at school. It's like, have you, have you encountered this now yourself? Um, no, kids do what they want. What what's the stupidest thing that got banned that you would never would have expected? Harry Potter. Um <laughs> Harry Potter. Bro, Harry Potter sure. books were taken out of my school. Yes. Because of like witchcraft and shit? Yes. Oh yes. my god. Oh, wow. No cap. I, I, no, I was I, in South Carolina, so keep that in mind. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm in Tennessee, so same same experience here. Yeah, we you had, know, uh, you know, John. Yeah. yeah. Bible belt, man. They're serious about that stuff. They Magic, witchcraft, no, none of that. Yeah. So we magic had... cards back in the day, like that we 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 could bring the Star Wars cards to school, we could bring the Pokemon cards to school for a while, but like magic cards, they thought we were like, you know, doing like tarot and <laughs> calling up the devil. Yeah, because it was the nineties. There was still like satanic panic shit going on. Like I remember yeah. like I play Dungeons and Dragons now and my joke with my mom, I'm like, you know, I, I play it and uh mom, somehow I've managed to uh not do a school shooting. Uh because that was like <laughs> I'd like look at like the starter set for Dungeons and Dragons, you know, at like Borders or something, and I'd be like, "Mom, can I get this like with a gift card?" Uh, and one, I didn't know that you like need. I didn't understand how Dungeons and Dragons worked at all. I just thought like the box looked cool. Yeah. Uh, but right. she was like, "No, like the like the Colum- Columbine guys played that," and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" That's how that's how OD I would respond. Um. I would say back. I mean, just the booster packs. I remember specifically getting the 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 Safari Zone pack for Christmas. That big, the mm. big one where I can just like go through all of them. Um, my first memorable holographic that I remember getting is Moltres. Um, hey. I remember them it being a lot about fake Pokemon cards, and if you hold it up to the light and you're able to see through it, it's 100% fake, and you need to not bring that shit around us. Yeah, um, no, no fake cards. No, fake yeah, cards. I, I remember that because they sold a lot of counterfeit Pokemon cards. And, yeah, you had to be back careful. In the, back in the careful. late '90s, early 2000s, I'm not sure how much it is still now. Is it still? Because they look like it's, they got that shit. Tough. Yeah, it's tough, bro. <laughs> it's tough to. O- okay, it- can, this is because my my place was pretty good about catching fakes, I guess, or like claim mm-hmm. they were. But can we just talk briefly about like card shops real quick? Because I think it's really funny how basically like Pokemon was the first card game stateside that wasn't sports cards, but they mostly ended up being sold at 
sports like before you, you could get them at like like I mean, the place isn't there anymore but i remember i went to uh compendium collectibles uh to get to get pokemon cards and that's where they had like magic the gathering tournaments and all that stuff so there was some like magic the gathering stuff going on but obviously mm-hmm. pokemon brought like a whole new level of popularity to it oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. magic the gathering is also like you know even though the cards have the craziest nerdiest names ever uh it still is um like obvious english stuff so even if you're saying like Drakeus the tormentor like that you know it still sounds like an american fantasy thing but it, mm-hmm. it, it was really fucking funny watching these old school card shop guys adapt to like saying the word mewtwo in their <laughs> everyday lives i know uh, like they made it to like age 60 without having to do shit like that and then right and they had all these Pokemon imagine games. imagine not liking pokemon as one of these car shops and you absolutely have to sell it because it is it's godly <laughs> it's you bringing know, in like, like a, an untold level of money <laughs> yeah oh, you yeah. just have to do it like. people are i i looked at um i remember when i was doing the lookout social and i think i was doing some anniversary stuff for the pokemon card games and i posted a video there's a full-length video of like you know you on youtube of like Pokemon card, you know, Pokemon cards expose, find out what they're doing to your, your kids in school and, you know, card shops. They're like overselling it. They're like, <laughs> yeah, people who are like in card shops is like, yeah, I mean, $80 I'm selling these things for, man. And they're going off like crazy, like, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And I'm just like, damn, this is, I mean, I remember specifically the craze. I mean, the pandemonium for Pokemon, again, it's still like one of the biggest things. It's like that. Uh, what was another pandemonium? I feel like Spice Girls were for some particular yeah, reason. Yeah, I remember this. the Spice Girls shit was crazy. Um, yeah, it was, Spice so Girls many, stuff was crazy. It was when Pokemon, when America gets a fascination with something, they attach onto it and then they mm-hmm. suck all the life of it and then <laughs> take it aside eventually. <laughs> um, <laughs> but nonetheless, like, um, it was crazy. And I remember gosh i'm trying to think of because i was trying to do the smoothest segue um but all right so here here it was i remember specifically all my friends kind of like okay we're going to take care of these because in the future these are going to be worth a lot and i remember specifically being told this in 1999 2000 and everyone had their booklets and had their (laughs) you had to slide them in of course it's like 16 a page or nine a page or whatever fuck it was anymore i forget um you slid them in you held them tight you didn't really play the game me and my friends never played the game which is another question i'm going to ask you guys in the future of how the hell this game is played sure but we never actually played the game. We just collected the cards. And we would, as soon as we get a new one, we put them right in the slot. Put the little booster thing in the slot. Put the little um, imposter oak. All these other things. <laughs> just put them in there. Save them. And it was like, yo, in 20 years. And you just have a booklet of it. It was like, yo, in 20 years, it's going to be so amazingly um, great. And now you look like we're in 2021. And, you know, $226,000 for a Charizard card and stuff like that. And people were selling these cards for one. People were essentially, oh, I, I read an article on Hypebeast. It's like, oh, the pandemic hit me super hard. And then I went down to my parents' basement, found my Pokemon cards, and then made $1.9 million. <laughs> like, and yeah. Just, yeah. Just, from the, just from the aspect of like just selling these things and the whole experience of it. Um, I want to ask, and maybe this is a question for John, what makes, what determines the value of these actual cards? 
so I mean the biggest thing like is condition um obviously so you know like you were talking about about how you know you and all your friends were you know like we need to keep these pristine so that you know one day like most people didn't right most people had them rubber banded up in their pocket oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know would pull them out at recess and you know whatever so uh, most of the old stuff is is in you know basically garbage condition now if if it's around at all you know a lot of it you know mom threw them away or you know threw them in the recycling you know 10 years ago and you know just got rid of them so right you know there's just not that many there's not as many around as there used to be right so um and the condition you know of the ones that are around are, are not good so if you find one that was kept in you know like pristine condition it's that much more valuable and you know one of the things that people do now is you know these grading services to get a card graded you mail it off and you know these people in an office somewhere you know like look over the card and they'll see how it's centered they'll see what the condition looks like see if there's any scratches on the foil surface or you know if if there's any dings in the corners or anything like that and you know if it's perfect they'll give it a 10 right and so mm-hmm. the the charizard that gets like you know quarter million dollars is a psa 10 and psa is the grading company um and so that basically means that you know this is a perfect condition you know charizard card mm-hmm. truth is though you know if you find your old charizard it's probably not a 10 it's probably not a five, you know, it's probably like a two or a three, if that, you know, based on what condition we actually kept Even our cards kept in. in yeah. So, I mean, that's the biggest thing is just the condition of the cards and, you know, mm-hmm. the, you know, how old they are and how rare they are. And, you know, if it's a first edition or, you know, shadowless or, you know, one of the old, old sets, you know, those are the ones that are really, um, you know, fetching top dollar right now. Right. I All right. So I remember continuing sort of my experience also with this entire thing. I opened the pack. I mean, the, the Safari Zone pack, looked at all the cards, et cetera, et cetera. And then I looked and it was like, oh, they gave me these tiny little jewel things. These like little, little, little balls of whatever. I was waiting for Yeah, this. apparently. Talking about counters? <laughs> A little, Niels, I was like, oh, they Niels gave me this bag talking. of shit. <laughs> Niels was like, what's this plastic diamond? <laughs> what's this shit? I'm just going to use this. I remember I was just playing with my action figures back in the day. I'm going to use this for something that the bad guys need to steal in order to obtain. Like, it, I'll just keep it real. Like, I did the same thing. <laughs> but yeah, because Goku, I, Super Saiyan Goku was protecting one of those from a giant snake I had. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I had no idea what they were. So my second question is... How exactly? I'm gonna I'm gonna go to you, Jeff, in this one. Sure. How exactly the fuck you play this game? <laughs> because I don't know <laughs> how to play this game at all. I've never played uh, the game. I think someone tried to teach me how to play the game. Right. And I was right. just like, the same what Pokemon is about, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, the the main the main thing still applies. So, uh, you know, six prizes. Uh, sometimes people will play four or whatever the case may be, but six prizes. Um, What's or, a prize? The prizes. So when you when you start to play Pokemon, uh, if you ever watched any of the tournaments, like on YouTube, or whatever, you'll put, never have. You'll take six cards from your <laughs> from, from your deck and put them to the side. So when you when you faint another Pokemon, 
uh, you pick you pick a prize, and when you've picked all six of your prizes, you've won the game. Hmm. Now nowadays we have different conditions, like some of the EX cards. Um, if you you know faint a Pokemon using that EX card, it allows you to take two prizes. That's super like this is like new school shit. Um, so it I mean it it varies. The rules are the game is still played the exact same way. They just added wait, wait. EX and tag team and all this other fun stuff. So what are all the HP points and the move things and all this other stuff? Uh, okay, okay, Mio. So so basically, so you have each one of your turns, you 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 know, you it's like a standard trading card game where you start with the deck, you draw mm-hmm. I, I want to say seven cards, uh six or seven cards, and among those cards, you want there to be a certain number of energy cards. And the energy cards are the same as Pokemon types. And so, you know, you'll have lightning energy, fire energy, blah, blah, blah. Right, right, you can play right. one of those a turn. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong at, at any point here. You can play yeah, one, one of those one a turn, turn. One turn. And those in turn let you play either Pokemon themselves or uh, different, different cards, which, you know, a potion, a Pokemon doll, and a, you know, escape rope, whatever, what have you. Uh, right. But, you know, you you can put a Charmander out for, you know, two fire cards. Uh, but then to evolve into Charmeleon, you need to have, obviously, more than just those two. Okay, uh, so check this out. Yeah. You put the Charmander, say you got Charmander down. You can't mm-hmm. evolve it to the next turn. You got to have Charmeleon on your on you. You can yeah, still put yeah. your Charmeleon down without that Charmander having any energies on it. You just won't be able to attack. So say that Charmeleon, say that Charmander has a has a scratch move that needs two fire energies. It it shouldn't be two, but let's say yeah. it needed two fire energies. You can only put one on a turn, and you have to be strategic because you have to set your bench. So you can have John. Is it five on the bench? Yeah. Is it, wait, it's more than five. Five on the bench. I think so. so I, it's been a while since I've actually played the game. I, I know. Yes, yeah, so I think it's five on the bench. But you can also choose to prepare your bench. So you have to think. Damn, should I put an energy card on the Pokemon I have in play, or I should start getting ready for one of my five on the bench? Um, and say, for example, you were like, you know what? Let me put this fire energy on Charmander, and you scratch. Scratch does scratch does ten. So if the, my my opponent has a Kangaskhan and his HP is ninety, it's now eighty because I hit it with Scratch. You see mm. what I'm saying? And if you get and it down meals, to, those counters that you slam dunked into the trash that's, are that's how you would keep track of. That's the how you damage. keep track of the damage. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! All right, true story. So All then, right, so then once that Kangaskhan faints, if somehow then, this Charmander is able to scratch this Kangaskhan to death, yeah. or let's Jeff say you evolve that whatever. Charmander, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Charmeleon ends up killing this Kangaskhan. Right. Then you grab, Jeff you grab takes his first prize card. Exactly, and then you just keep going until you have one. One or one of the other player has all so their prizes. I, I have a question for John. How how much of because I felt like it greatly was was at least originally uh, the Pokemon uh, mechanics was it just basically a dumbed down version of Magic? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. It was basically um, you know as opposed to. I guess like magic, what you you put the lands out kind of on their own, right? Um, yeah, the lands don't really ever get attached to anything, yeah, but they so, are the same as. I mean, as it's similar mechanics. Them to play spells, yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, it, it was all Wizards of the Coast was you know the company that made both games. Mm-hmm. Um, they were really smart to snatch up Pokemon. Yeah, like this. and so you know, I mean, that's kind of what what created it all. Um, you know, was basically kind of like a reskin of of magic and what was going on with that. It's just we were kids, yeah, and it was directed towards kids, so they they simplified it. And like yeah, now, it's, yeah, it certainly is simple. Like, there's not a stat, or at least when I played the card game, there wasn't like a, you know, you could spend 
a long, long time resolving a turn in magic because of the way the counter spells mm. work. Oh, I, I can believe it. Like, you know, mm. games games could last for fucking ever. Uh, and Pokemon, they obviously didn't want that to happen because it's based on a kid's mm. game. And, and Mills, I mean, honestly, the, it's... It's still similar to actually playing Pokemon on your Game Boy. I mean, you know, weaknesses still apply. You know, right. if you want to if you want to retreat your Pokemon and put somebody out from the bench, you got to take the energies off and and discard them. You know, it's it's still like it's simple. They nowadays it may look a little bit more confusing because you see the EX and the tag team and the Gigantamax and you know take you know two prize calls instead and that type of stuff. You know, the sole reason why I'm like, huh, what's going on here? What? I blame Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I blame Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> for having life points. And it's like, oh, it's subtraction. I just summon <laughs> these and I put these out. And then you just, of course, yeah. there's a set number that you have to thing and stuff like that. So I blame Yu-Gi-Oh. For prizes, are, is, <laughs> prizes is Pokemon's life points. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you sense. just got you got to pull all your prize, and they're face down, so you don't know what you're going to get. Your your freaking Charizard may be your, your prize. and You, you don't want your, your sixth familiar. card to be the card you need the most. You just never know, though. Like you know, you you put your prizes down face down. You don't pick which ones you put. So that it, it, there's a strategy to it, but it's just mostly like it's fun. It's luck of the draw, uh, heart of the cards, I guess you could say. Uh, you right. Know. Yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. worst feeling back in the day when you know you lose a match and you've been oh, looking for God. this card the whole game. Oh, and you pull your prizes and, up, and you pull up your prize, and it's like, oh man, oh, there it was God. the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, all right, so let's fast forward to the, a little bit of the future, a little bit, um, into I guess twenty years later, until the period of now, at least, um, where there's so much sort of hype, there's so much fever, there's so much, uh, I guess now value and all mm-hmm. these things that it becomes less about the actual trading card game and more about what kind of cards you can get your hands on and how you sure. can use it and kind of like um, collect them and et cetera, et cetera, like that. I will. Because Jeff so passionately at the beginning of this. Uh, <laughs> of oh, this man, discussion. I'm sorry, bro. I, I just don't, you know, I feel the same way about sneakers, by the way. Like, I, I hate, the, yeah, I hate yeah. the culture of it all. But uh, even me, you know, I have I do have a good deal of my cards. I sent you guys pictures while we're kind of doing this show. But like, I probably have over a thousand dollars, maybe two thousand dollars in value of my cards. I mean, I don't really have any like anticipation on selling them, but um the game has just been washed out by like resale. It's a, it's in, I mean, like most industries, I guess now, but would you say, all right, so where does the resale kind of like that era kind of begin? If it does, if you can at least pinpoint it, does it come with the the fact now that they're, I didn't know that there were shiny cards available or is this a new thing? No, it's not. It's not really new. I mean, when we were young, when you they say had, shiny had, cards. You mean of like the oh, shiny, so Pokemon? shiny Pokemon, shiny yeah. Pokemon Sick. cards. It's not. It's not, not, it's not really new. I mean, when we were younger, they had the shiny. I don't know if you remember the shining Gyarados. It was like the red. It was it, the name of the card was shining Gyarados, and it was red Gyarados, kind of like out of the water with a bow, and it's a really dope card. But they've been around for a while, bro. But now Pokemon has like I bought some shining face packs. I sent you guys the other day. Um, and you're not going to get a shiny Pokemon out of every pack. I got a Lapras mm-hmm. out of this one for last week that I showed you guys, but I don't know as far as like value is concerned. I don't know if it like makes the value anymore or not. I try not to like, I mean, I know Charizards are always going to be fucking 
valuable. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's the thing right now. The but crazy thing about a... that is, like, it's like how Pikachu is famous because of the show, not because of the game. Charizard is famous because of the card game, not because yeah, of the game for itself. Real. <laughs> for real. <laughs> like, no, this is... I remember specifically kind of like the first you were telling me about these things and then you would send me like a tweet of like, who's this fucker? And it's like, yeah, and you had absolutely every right to be like, I, I can see the charm in the unboxing videos, for instance. Oh, we're unboxing. it's very cute. Yet. It's sure. very because part of the experience is you have no idea what you're going to get. The, like, the little kid and, I sent you. Right. Did I send you that when he's like, oh, the one where he going? pulls the Charizard? So, is like, oh, and that, that's that's why we do it. Oh that's how, that's how it should be. That kid's not I'll thinking about inside. that kid's not thinking about selling that Charizard. Okay, he no. One thing is he Maybe wasn't wearing gloves. <laughs> he wasn't wearing gloves when he opened this pack. Look, if you if you turn on one of these YouTubes and one of these dudes is wearing gloves when they open this pack. <laughs> You know what's going on now. Hey, get your money, bro. Like, if it, I'm not gonna front on y'all, if I pulled Charizard, a shining Charizard, right? Like, you was a good chance I'm gonna sell it. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna front on you, like. But that's not my, that's not my motive, though. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm not that. I'm not going to buy Pokemon cards to flip them. There's uh, also a difference mm-hmm. between you selling a card and somebody who's already a millionaire and doesn't care <laughs> about the game at all driving yeah. up the general cost of 20 I, years worth of man, shit for fun. That's what it and that's my issue. That's my main issue. So, over the last year or so, I've seen many names. I mean, some of them are in the Pokemon YouTube world, which is just it's just going to happen. I think they've there's only so much content between games that you're going to actually get that you can actually put on your YouTube. So it's going to happen. But I've seen names. I've seen, you know, Logan Paul. I've seen Logic, mm-hmm. the rapper or yeah. the used to what? be rapper or whatever. <laughs> I've seen, yes, Logic. Yes, Logic. He bought him. He opened them. I don't even know if he sold them, but he was definitely there. Um, and a lot of other people kind of now in this world of like wow but 20 year old booster pack first edition yeah. let's I open chris them brown up. was on this shit bro chris brown yeah man i i didn't see some things that just really like man and you are like not when you find out that an actor is a landlord also it's like you didn't need to do this <laughs> you don't need to do this man and i, I honestly I, I know i know john's gonna understand because he got he got kids i got 11 year old brother and like i said man it, it broke my heart because the packs that he got i mean he didn't get shit out of these packs, bro. Like, and I paid about $40 to get him these three, four packs, you know? And I just, it, it's part of the game. Sometimes you're not going to get what you want. That's cool. He learned his lesson, but the fact that he had to learn it in this way, it kind of pissed <laughs> me off. Like, damn, you know, I just don't. I'm sorry for it. laughing, but. No, 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 bro. Saying. It is, it is funny. Like, cause it's like, yo, I, it happened to me when I was a kid. You got to go through it. You know, it, it is what it is natural, but he, he went through it in a way that, uh, I think was not, it's not fun. You know, like sometimes you, you are excited to open a pack and you don't get anything and you just toss it up to the game. Like, Oh fuck. Well, Oh, well next one I'll get them. But we couldn't even find these. It took, it took a minute. Like it took a while, bro. And it just, it's just discouraging. You, you can't charge the game when there's millionaires taunting you about it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love Pokemon. I, I'll buy packs here and there just because, but, um, I don't know if I can ever be fully invested, especially now, as I as I was. Um, I had text Mills. I won a, I won a tournament at that Super Games. It was at a different location, but I guess it was maybe like two years now, two years ago. That was probably the last time I was really, really, really doing anything. Um, right. But 
Yeah, man. I, I, you I, got I out know. on top. Listen, I respect it. <laughs> I had I had a deck surrounded uh, around uh, Mega Skeptile EX, so that was that was fun times. But you know, man, I I love Pokemon cards. I always will. I think they should bring the game back. I'm an advocate. I I mean, I understand they have an app for it, and you know, you can play it on your iPad and on your MacBook and whatever. Like that's cool. But I think uh, if they brought that shit to the Switch, man, <laughs> hey, I'm all in. Listen. Listen, um, I know John that the Wood? Magic Online game is really popular. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, what, John, what would you say your recent experiences have kind of been with the trading card game and kind of your uh, your take on kind of everything Man. that's going on now? So, like a lot of a lot of the same anger that Jeff's dealing with, um, you know, trying to go, you know, take my son out, go pick up some packs, um, and there's just none anywhere. Uh, all the Target shelves are empty. Walmart. We go around to like six different stores and then, you know, you finally find a card shop that has some and they got it marked up like, you know, four times what, you know, what it's supposed to be. And, you know, same situation he was in where I got my son with me. We're looking for cards. You know, I can't leave like a punk and be like, oh, we're not going to buy these cards because they're way more expensive <laughs> yeah. than what they're retail at. Like, okay, yeah. we'll buy $35, some. son. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll buy some because I'm not going to disappoint my kid after we find these. But, uh, you know, just I just know I'm not going back to that store again. Um, But, you know, I mean, it's just it's it's kind of crazy and it goes in cycles like, you know, with the 20th anniversary, they released a couple a couple sets like they released the evolutions cards, which were basically like just remakes of the original cards, the original cards. Um, And so that was kind of popping. Uh, they released Generations, which had a ton of the original Pokemon, like, you know, because the whole 20th anniversary was you know, really geared around, uh, you know, the original 151 and all that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and now, uh, you know, this, the 25th anniversary celebration, it seems like they're really kind of going around all the starters and, you know, um, yeah, that's what they did with the McDonald's cards, which is a whole nother thing. You had people oh, yeah. out like oh, cases of McDonald's cards, Ridiculous, uh, you know, buying out, you know, whole, uh, you know, cases of, of uh, Happy Meals. Let me get 24 Happy Meals. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, you know, and then trying to resell the cards for like, you know, they got a case of them. They want a thousand dollars. It's like, come on, man. Like. There's only 25 unique cards in this whole case. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, you know, I just need 25 cards. That's all it is. Uh, but, you know, I mean, just anything where, you know, it's got the Pokemon name on it, people are going to try and, you know, and get money off of it right now because, you know, it's hot and you know, people are paying for it and people want it. It just, it's kind of sad though, because, you know, at its heart, I mean, it's a kid's game, you know, and it's supposed to be, you know, something that, you know, a parent can buy for their kids when they go to the store. And it's just not like that right now. Not like that. John, the, uh, the 2016, that TGC generations, uh, trainer box, the elite trainer box, they got one at my store at super games down there. $999. Oh man. Yeah. No, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm going to go in there and send a picture to you guys just to show like nine, a thousand dollars for this trainer box. You know, stuff that I mean, and that's like six years ago, right? That yeah. that came out. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like this is some really old, you know, vintage 
box of cards. This is, you know, something that, I mean, before all this, like, you know, really kind of kicked off, uh, I guess, probably like last, like August or September um, was when it really started getting popping. Because before that, like, I mean, you could find stuff just sitting on the shelves. And for years, like, stuff would just be sitting there. So, like, when I'd take, you know, i take my son to the store, and he's like, hey, can I get a pack of Pokemon cards? It's like you got shelves full of options. And then, you know, oh, yeah. all of a sudden, because there's a pandemic, and so shipments are getting, you know, constrained, and, you know, people are at home watching YouTube, and they see, you know, Steve Aoki open up, you know, pack of Pokemon cards or some, you know, something they, you know, they're rushing to the store to buy them so that they can resell them. And so even stuff that was like not selling is selling now because, you know, got to have something. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Listen, I don't know. This is, this is, it's an insane world that we live in. I feel like we're, well, no, it's actually not insane considering how, I mean, it's the history of, we talk about Pokemon, we talk about just America and it's like, you know, culture and stuff like that of just like, oh my God, now we got to resell, especially reselling culture in this day and age now and just taking something that has any worth of value or at least any sort of exclusive exclusivity to it and just saying like, and we're going to add a hundred dollars to it and we're going to, you know, mark it up. Don't be surprised. I mean, but Pokemon cards? Y'all don't even I, know how to play the game. Y'all mean. Not play the game. Look, this this is the thing. I'm not I'm not surprised that this is happening. I'm just disappointed. Like I I I understand where this is coming from because, like I said, these cards were worth money when we were younger. It just we weren't in that space to know. Um, and now it's a completely different game because everyone has access to a chart that tells you what's worth what. So, I'm more just like. I'm disappointed because I'm not buying them like I used to. It's my little brother and it's his friends, you know, kids that don't have jobs to get money. You know, we're talking, you know, it's, it's just regular. Hey, mom, can you get this for me? No, I can't. Mm. I don't know how, right. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the experiences that we had as a kid, it definitely won't end up passing, at least in sort of a one-to-one fashion, especially if this kind of continues in the way. So everyone that you kind of see on YouTube, the Logan Pauls, the fucking Logics, Logic, ew. Um, and and the other people. That's almost worse <laughs> than Logan Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just kind of like exploiting the entire, you know. I'm sure they, I mean, I don't even know. Cause they're just like, yo, I'll do it for a video. Like this costs a lot. Let me just spend 25 grand on it to buy it and then just open it and make my 25 grand back and views yeah. and shit With like one that. Charizard like, who knows what else he going to get. Yeah. You know, like it, it, it's crazy. It's, you know, pronouncing it wrong and shit like that. I bet they pronouncing it wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> With that said, I mean, I kind of want to end on a good note. I kind of want to end on a much more happier, less than a, like, and then the, the <laughs> evils of humanity destroy the card game for everybody else. Um, it's still fun. It's still fun to collect, still fun to get, you know. Just everyone, any, I mean, the most notable card that you have that you remember. I'll start with you, Pat, and then I'll go to Jeff, John, and then Damn. myself. Just. I I mean, I did have. I don't know where some of these are now, but I had the um, I had the ancient Mew from the uh the premiere, Mm -hmm. uh, of the first movie. That one was great. I did have a Charizard at one point. It was. I I mean, I don't think it was a first edition. Um, and I had. I remember I got a uh, 
kind of when I was on my way out at the door, uh, I got a Merrill card before they were like kind of around stateside. Uh, and he was always one of my favorites from gold and silver and still is. Uh, and, uh, that was awesome. So, but you know, I wasn't in the game long enough to have these huge, I mean, I had, like I, of course, at some point I had like Blastoise and uh, Venusaur, like because I had, I, you know, just from playing the starter sets and trading, you like kind of randomly have these cards at certain points. Uh, I don't know what happened to any of them. Right, right, Jeff. What about you? Um, yeah, I mean, I, probably my Ancient Mew card, which I still have. That's probably like my, you know, my baby. There's some cards that I just generally love. I loved um, my my Magmar card, the Fossil Magmar. I think it's just a really dope picture like i just mm. like the card um my my dark charizard i still have that um it's not in very great condition but i have it it's really cool i do have second edition blastoise and venusaur those are really cool to have um I still have the original raichu that's in really good condition original alakazam's really good but my my mew card is like I, I don't think it's really worth anything at this point but it's just that i remember so much I, that was back when you go to movie theater and the line was wrapped around the actual movie theater you know because it was an experience so uh yeah that's just something i, I won't forget so i would probably say my my ancient mu card is really important to me john what about you so you know like i had all the you know i i remember i had like couple first edition charizards back in the day i had you know all these first edition cards and then you know i've got younger brothers that were way more into it than i was so they um you know inherited all that and probably destroyed most of them um (laughs) what i've got left i've got my uh dark charizard that is in horrible condition Oh, mine didn't make it, John. Mine did not make it. No, but like, but it doesn't matter because like I wouldn't sell it if it was in good condition. It's awesome, yeah, yeah. That's uh, a great card. You know, so it's fine. I've got, um, gosh, I've got a dark Blastoise that's in terrible condition too. Um, you know, and so those are the ones you know that I've still you know got and still kind of keeping. Um, I haven't in the newer stuff. I haven't pulled anything good, really. I mean, I've pulled like some cool looking cards, but like nothing. You know, no Charizards, no, uh, you know, Fat Pikachu, nothing, nothing really cool. <laughs> but you know, eventually, like I'm gonna keep opening packs until eventually I get something. Yeah, cool. of course, of course. It makes me want to randomly buy one and just open it. To be honest with you, well, good luck. Um, I know, I'm looking at all this art right now. Like, don't do it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> They're really cool, dude. They, they these cards look gorgeous, bro. The shiny ones are oh, beautiful. Yeah. Like every single one oh, of them looks man. nice. The the baby shinies, like. You know, yes. where it's just like a regular, you know, card, but but it's shiny. And yes. then, you know, like the full art shinies, like all of it, um, you know, looks great. Um, you know, the newest set, the battle styles, like those cards look great. There's a big, you know, sleeping Tyranitar that's like a, you know, really cool looking, you know, card. And that's like the big chase card right now, I think, out of that set. But those are coming around a little bit more like... The, the bright side, kind of you wanted to end on a bright note, is that, um, you know, they're, they're flooding the market right now. Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn around where, you know, stuff's starting to be available. Like, you know, maybe not the ETBs, um, you know, and like the collections that people are, you know, really fiending for. But like, you know, you'll be able to probably in the next, you know, few weeks or months 
be able to go into a target and find, you know, some booster packs at least. Um, right. Which is good. You know, like if, you know, when I used to go shopping with my mom, you know, like she'd be like, okay, you can get something like $5 or less. So I'd get a booster pack. Right. And that's like right. just the perfect little, you know, option for, you know, not being a shithead in the store, you know? Um, <laughs> and so, you know, like having that option available for, you know, parents to be able to, you know, spoil their kids every now and then, um, you know, is a nice thing. So hopefully that'll, that'll come back around. I, I hope so. I hope so. I don't remember much besides Moltres. I remember having all my cards. I, I feel like an idiot giving away all my, I was like, you obviously appreciate this more than me. I said it to someone who had like their whole collection just in a pack and just like it's pristine. And it was, I was like, you obviously appreciate this more than me. At that point I'd gone to Yu-Gi-Oh cards and had already begun flipping Yu-Gi-Oh cards, which I think I made a great deal on um, just in general. Uh, I just, I was like, I'm not playing this anymore. They're, they're at Noah's Ark. I don't know what this arc is. I'm, I'm done with the game. Um, so I gave those away, and then I just gave my Pokemon cards away, and I kind of wish I didn't do that. They probably now, bought the house off of you. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I'm like, eh, you know, what are you going to do? I was a kid, dumb kid, and now I'm a, you know, a dumb adult, so what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> yeah, nothing changes. <laughs> yeah, nothing changes at all. But, um, John, thank you for coming on to the show, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having uh, me, guys. This has been a blast. Yeah, no. Yeah, no problem. It's been a long time coming. Um, of course, as we said, you know, April 30th, uh, new Pokemon Snap, the game. That's literally the title of the game. It'll be out. Uh, next month, we'll be back. Not sure what we're going to cover. Maybe it's a new Pokemon Snap, to be honest. With you. Never know. <laughs> maybe it's yeah. new. I'll, maybe I'll, it's have new some, I'll have some info for y'all. Pat, are you getting it? Yeah, you know, I think I might. Yeah, we, yeah. Let, let, let's a, get meals. Let's push meals to the limit here. Let's... I have Pokemon Go. When we get to that <laughs> month, I'll, then we will. I will be in my element. Oh right, there's a freaking community day right now. <laughs> there is a community day right now. <laughs> I turned my game off for to do this Who podcast. Is it? Really, is it Snivy? It's a it's Snivy. Yes, it's Snivy. Okay, cool. Um, but I got a couple. Yo, of yeah, I saw some cool Snivy images on Twitter today. <laughs> I mean. Uh, it's the game. When we get to the when we get to the five year anniversary of the game, which is in July, then we'll then we'll get busy with uh Pokemon Go. Hopefully, we can get Pat at least to download the game until then. Um, Pokemon Go to the polls. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my god! But with that said, thank you guys for tuning in. This has been another episode of the Mount Silver Podcast. Of course, you can subscribe to the Lookout on RNC Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. Anywhere where you can find podcasts, and you can follow us on Twitter at the Lookout RNC. You can follow us all collectively. Um, if you want to, John, where can they go to harass you about Pokemon cards? <laughs> um, so I'm I'm on Twitter at JFH2C. Is uh, is me? There you go. There you go, and you can go. We can share. Co- Why not? Listen, we're gonna let's do this. Let's uh, let's as soon as this episode comes out. I'm I'm gonna have to try to everyone share a memory or at least a card or something that they have, and let's let's try to get some positivity at least out of this era about this. Um, I just love but, to tweet too. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, easy, easy. Um, but until then, we'll see you guys next month. Take care. Yeah. yeah.